Money FM 89.3, the best of the breakfast huddle. Time to check in on a artistic review, see what's happening in the theater scene in Singapore with Tracy and Adrian Pang, artistic directors and co-founders of Pandemonium Theater Company right here in Singapore. Good morning to you both. Great to have you back with us. Good morning. Morning, gentlemen. How's it going? Oh, it's going very well. Thank you. And uh, we, we did get that right, right? Talking about Tracy first and then you, Adrian. Uh, that's correct? Always, always first, uh, <laughs> as you rightly pointed out. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just the, the ineffectual personal assistant. <laughs> yes. So, Tracy, let's start with you. Well, I was going to say, I saw a documentary this week about a, a British show, and a, and a director on this particular show would famously say after every take, right, puppets, back in your box. <laughs> so, I'm, sh- I'm sure Tracy doesn't do that, but... Uh, or do you? I don't but know. It, but it just came to mind, didn't yeah. you, Neil? All right. <laughs> Only because of it. Tracy, no, I, I, I don't yeah. do that, but I have heard of directors who, who, who do refer to their actors as puppets. <laughs> <laughs> interesting, interesting. Hey, tell us, first of all, how did your uh, 2022 season finish out? Coming out of some tough times, we've had you on the show over the years uh, of COVID, and, and uh, you guys innovated uh, brilliantly to try to ma- match that uh, challenge. But Tracy, how did you finish the season this year? Um, well, we finished the season with a show called uh, End of the Rainbow, um, a great piece of work uh, about, um, I was going to say Liza Minnelli, it's not Liza Minnelli. Her mum. Her mother. mother. Judy Garland, Her yeah. Mother. yeah. I saw it. Judy Garland. <laughs> um, and uh, I, yeah, we had, we had a lot of fun on it. Um, but I, it, it has been a tough year, I have to say. Uh, um, this this kind of year of coming out of the pandemic has probably been the hardest of the three, yeah. my, what I call the three pandemic years. Um, you I know, agree. so I, I think it's it is going to be a long road to recovery. Actually, it's it's not a, a, a you know a quick fix. It's not like oh great yeah we're out of it let's let's all just uh, get back to normal. Hmm. Um, I think there is there is going to be a journey. Um, you know, certainly for our industry, maybe not for every single industry, but for for the theater and arts industry, it it, it is a it is a slow journey. Um, you know, just uh, getting people back into the theater. I think now that that um, you know borders are open, everything is open. There's a lot of choice for people, um, and economy isn't great, so people are making very judicious choices about um, where they spend their extra dollars. Um, and a lot of people are traveling. Um, so yeah, so I think it's a journey of of you know getting back to to. Theatre, things that we love, things that, that we, we used to do, um, and getting this industry back on its feet. Could not agree more with that, Tracy. I'm glad you brought it up. I went to End of a Rainbow. I thought it was fabulous. I mean, I know you guys like to say you discovered Mina Kay, but I think I did because I saw her in Little... <laughs> no, listen. I saw her in Little Voice, and their production, of course, and I told everybody about this girl. Everybody. This girl's going to be massive. She was fabulous in Little Voice, and she was fabulous, as expected, at Judy Garland. As Judy Garland. But the point is, when I watched the show... Um, a couple of empty seats, okay, that's, that's what it is. But a lot of people wearing masks. So the point I'm making, Adrian, is that you're so right. I've found this year worse 
from a professional standpoint than the previous two because the rest of the world has moved on and I'm putting that in inverted commas but the things that we kind of do writing arts whatever we're in this state of flux aren't we Adrian where there's still reticence to sit in group circles and with masks on or off the arts industries haven't quite moved on in the same way as other industries Adrian um, I think I think there is a, a measure of truth there. I think I think in the first half of the you know the pandemic um, period or the worst of the pandemic period, everyone had in mind that we had to somehow adapt. We had to somehow embrace a new way of doing things. Uh, for us in the live performance uh, industry, we we had to you know slightly kicking and screaming. Uh, pivot, I hate that word, uh, uh, onto the digital realm. And, uh, you know, as counterintuitive as it was and, you know, against everything that we stand for, we had to, um, you know, uh, um, hop onto that bandwagon, um, you know, vir- virtually uh, and, and try to keep on producing live performance online. I think there was a lot of support then as well. Yeah. We were getting support from the government. We were getting support from the from the public, who kind of understood, you know, the difficulties that an industry like ours was going <clears throat> through. I mean, we're we're so reliant on live performance and people coming, and everything was closed down. So there was a lot of support during that period. Now the doors are open. People just assume that everything's back to normal. Yeah, and I, yeah. Along, along with that, I think every, everyone's. Um, priorities have been re-evaluated and recalibrated. And um, whether we want to admit it or not, I think our to-do lists have all been reshuffled. Um, and and it, it seems as though going to something like the theatre has fallen down the priority lists of, uh, of a lot of people. So... Um, it's, it seems, it, for us, it, it really does feel as if we're kind of starting from scratch again, mm. which is scary on the one hand, but, you know, bring it on. Well, it didn't help during the COVID period that arts was referred to as a non-essential service or, or words to that effect, which kind of put yeah. that, that mental image into the brain. Just briefly, what were your thoughts, either of you, your thoughts on that at the time? Um. You know, it, 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 it's, it's a little bit like getting a bit of a, a slap in the face, you know, when you talk to someone. It, it, you know, it, it, I mean, sure, we know that, that we're not essential in the same way that, that say, you know, doctors and nurses are. It's right. a very, right. very different profession. You know, we're not, we are not saving lives. Um, we understand that. But to be referred to as non-essential, you know, kind of makes us as feel um, almost not wanted in yeah. a way, yeah. uh, you know, and, uh, you know, I, I, you know, I, I guess it, it felt a little personal, even if it wasn't. Uh, um, but, you know, I think the reality is, is, you know, I think 
we are we understand that we're not essential but we feel that we are essential to the soul of the community yeah and you i think know, tracy i think so many people really truly understood that and and mm. i i guess you know uh, look i i i wasn't in the halls of power making these decisions but obviously the government had to pick and choose who were going to be at the top of the list to make sure that people people lived and die and didn't die and and i and i, I would assume that was that was the way that the thinking went on that and uh, i wanted to um, key off of something that you had said a bit earlier tracy and that was you know since since we are in a living with the endemic phase, I guess, in the second half of uh, 2022, people do have a lot of choices. People are busy. People are traveling like crazy, uh, re- not only revenge traveling for tourism purposes, but for business and, and for things that they need to, see family. need to get done that they couldn't do during, yeah, during the pandemic. So what is the plan now? What, as we look forward to 2023, what's the plan to get uh, you know, butts in seats uh, and give them that reason to to stay in the theater and to, to stay put versus all the many other things they could do, not only around Singapore, but around the region. Uh, what do you think? Uh, I'd love to hear from both of you on that. Yeah. I mean, for us, it's uh, it's about trying to get back to a kind of normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, we are relaunching our season ticket, which is something that we actually had to stop during the pandemic period. Mm-hmm. Um, so we 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 have just relaunched that uh, um, about three or four weeks ago. Um, it's uh, it gives access to all three shows in the year, the season ticket. So when you buy a season ticket. You know, you you've got all three shows, um, and and um, you know it gives you. Uh, um, it's like a concierge service, hmm. so so you you are confirmed to have your tickets at a, um, at a, at a huge discount. Yeah. yeah. Um. So so it's it's it yes. it makes buying three in one way cheaper than going to to the ticket booth and buying it each show. Um. So so that kind of guarantees you for the year. Um, and, and on top of that, um, because I think we realized that from pandemic, things change like that, right? Yeah. Uh, um, with, with the season ticket, you can change your booking 20, uh, 48 hours before the show. So mm-hmm. if something comes up, you suddenly got a business meeting or you get sick, you can give us a call and, and our staff will change your ticket to another day, um, which if you just bought from Cystic, you know, a normal ticket. You can't do that um, unless you've bought the ticket insurance. Um, so that makes a big difference to people who say, you know, well, I don't know what I'm doing next week, let alone next month. Mm. Um, you know, this gives you that opportunity to secure the ticket, you know, and, mm. you know, have that, that, that sense, sense of, of security that, that, you know, you can still go when you think you can. And good for you guys, too, to know that you're going to have a certain number of people that are going to be showing up. <laughs> Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, that that for us is yeah. is a big thing, and and we were doing this pre-pandemic. We mm. had to stop during the pandemic, and and I think just just looking at it, you know, from the company standpoint, we go into a season knowing that we've got X amount of tickets sold. Yeah, that gives us a, the security to to start to to put our money into the productions. Mm. Well, let's let's talk yeah, about the day. Go on, yeah, go on, Adrian. Yeah, at the end of the day, really, um, it's 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 win-win. Uh, for everyone, um, and you know, we're we're trying to take care of um, um, theatre uh, followers, you know, followers of of our work, and just make sure that we um, we give them the best service um, possible, and also the best um, 
uh, you know, theatrical experience mm. possible. And and actually, on on that note, I I do believe that after the last three years, and um, even after the last uh, year of of trying to to keep on producing work on a kind of ad hoc almost mm. basis, now that we're able to program a whole season, I, I do personally feel that we are truly back to the DNA of of what Pangdemonium stands for. And uh, next year's uh, season's work really is going back to the kind of work that uh, Pangdemonium followers ha- have, have um, come to to know and love about our work. Mm. And uh, it's particularly exciting to, um, to, to be looking forward to that. Nice. Well, let's talk a bit about that work. We have a, a regular listener to this show, don't we, Glenn? A young lady called uh, Neil Sweet Lin. She's yeah. a regular listener. <laughs> and uh, she messaged us a few weeks ago. And we had this back and forth on the show, as, live, as you do, while she told us that she's taking on the Meryl Streep part, no less. No pressure for young Sweet Lin. Yeah, so yeah. tell us about Doubts. That's one of your shows and what you've got coming up. Um, yeah, so uh, our doubt is our second show of the year. We're, we're doing, uh, we're starting the year with uh, people, places, and things, um, and that will be on in March. We start start rehearsals right at the end of, of January, beginning of February, um, which is a, a really exciting new play um, that that actually uh, uh, first aired in in London. Uh, um, just before the pandemic, and and we managed to get the rights, you know, very early, and we've been holding on to it actually, hmm. right through the pandemic. Uh, we didn't want to put it on during, um, so 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 now here we are, we're ready to go. It will blow your minds, <laughs> really. It's, it's, wow, yes, it's a visceral, mind-boggling, mind-bending, heart-stopping experience in every way. Um, the script itself is is one of the best I've ever read, and it will just sock you in the guts. So looking forward to it. I wish I was in it, but um, um. <laughs> well, uh, seeing as you brought that up, um, I noticed. I don't know if you're slacking next year, Mister Pung, but I, I've seen the <laughs> roster of your shows, and I believe you're only in one of them. If I'm not wrong, you're in Into the Woods. Is what? that correct? What? So is what this because is this? <laughs> Tracy's doing <laughs> all the work, or you've got a big <laughs> movie thing going on? What's happening? If I if I behave myself, she she might she might condescend to put me in into the woods. Yeah, uh, yeah I, um, I mean, um, before that, we're doing doubt. Yes, uh, as as, as you pointed out uh, with, with Sweelin and um, and Meryl Streep just kind of warmed the seat for her. Of course, for, for Sweelin, for Sweelin <laughs> obviously. So um, and yeah, and the third year of the year is is you know it's. A beautiful, beautiful classic musical uh, by Stephen Sondheim, Into the Woods, um, which I have deigned to uh, uh, allow Adrian to take part in. Mm. Uh, um, but uh, yeah, we are truly, truly looking forward to that. Mm. Um, and all three shows next year is going to be in the new Waterfront Theatre, Esplanade Waterfront Theatre. Hmm. Um, so that's really exciting yeah. too, moving into a brand new space. Yeah. Wow, it's great, great stuff. And we, we are so looking forward to uh, our theater scene here 
coming back to normal. And, and you know, you, a lot of your friends across town at SRT and Rice, Wild Rice, are doing great, uh, great things. And it's just nice to get this community rolling again and, and get actors, especially around town. We have so many really fine actors in Singapore and in the region and getting them back uh, back on, on the boards is, is a great thing. Adrian, uh, let me go ahead and leave the last word for you. What are you most excited about uh, in this coming year as, as you look across the scene uh, in Singapore? Um, I think the very fact that we're able to congregate uh, in real life, in in a, in a in a real space with one another, I think let's let's not take that for granted. Um, I think no. It, during the the early part of the pandemic, I had this fantasy vision of uh, some miracle cure <laughs> coming into our lives, and the C word was behind us, and everybody bursting out of their homes in song and dance in the streets and embracing one another just just for the fact that we're all alive and being and 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 together again in the flesh face to face and you know the whole world would have changed but that has hardly happened yeah, yeah. Um, never mind the gradual kind of re-emerging into the real world but um i, I look around and everybody is in a in an awful mood uh, um and everybody's kind of in such a hurry to go back to what life was before. I, I, I think we're missing the point if we're, we're doing that. I think we, we should kind of look forward in, in, into the future to find a new way of doing things and find a new way of, of being together with each other and, and, you know, find a new way of being ourselves. Um, so certainly for me, not to be preachy on Money FM, uh, uh, on a Saturday morning, but I, I think what I'm personally looking forward to is finding a new way of um, of, of of living. Mm. Um, and I dare say, a bit of a soft sell here. I dare say, uh, Pandemonium's Productions for 2023. <laughs> you see what I did there? I did. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll, we'll certainly kind of give a little nudge, a little poke to people to think about that and to to, mm. to try to. To find a new way of of, of being, so uh, I, I, I'm, I'm very excited about that. Thanks to, thanks to you both. We do have to leave it there. Uh, Tracy and Adrian Pang, uh, Pandemonium Theater, and looking forward to a 2023 season. Thanks to you both. We'll hope to see you again soon here on Money FM. Thank you. Take care, guys. Thanks a lot. Thanks, guys. All the best. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.